0: Hi and welcome to the Boovie Girls, a podcast from two friends dedicated to answering the age-old question, which was better, the book or the movie? <laughs> I'm Rosha. And I'm Hannah. And if you want to hear more from the boovie Girls, we are on Patreon. All you have to do to become a patron is go to patreon.com forward slash the boovie Girls to sign up for our bonus content, including our boovie serials, which right after this, we're going to be recording the final episode yes. of, of, of Bridgerton season two, but it won't be coming out for another couple of weeks, yes. but you can catch up on all of the ones that we've done up until this point. Uh, but this week on the podcast, we are covering House of Gucci.
1: And I have titled this one. Father, Son, and House of Gucci.
0: I should have known that that's
1: what Obviously. you were going to, to
0: call it. Obviously. <laughs> and I forgot, I'm I'm double, double checking my notes because I forgot to put in the full title of the book. That's a oh, bad yeah. on me because it is a little bit longer. So the movie's called House of Gucci, but the book is actually called The House of Gucci, A Sensational Story of Murder, Madness, Glamour, and Greed. Yes, uh, It is a non-fiction. It was written in 2000, and it's written by Sarah Gay Forden. Uh, it has a 3.5 out of 5 on Goodreads which I think is pretty fair yeah. Um, and it's roughly 400 pages. Which I think it's a little long.
1: I was going to say I bet that's the reason why it doesn't have as good of a rating that's is because it was very it a long. Rating, and yeah. just a lot of information and a yes. lot of people. Yes, A lot of people with the very Italian names. Yes,
0: And we will spare you the gory details. <laughs> yeah. We won't go like way too much into it like we always do. We'll go with the mm. sequence of events in the movie but I'll trickle in some you know Sprinkle actual, it. factual <laughs> events and things like that as we go along.
1: Um, Um, So the movie came out in 2021. Um, I actually really wanted to see this in theaters and then just never got around to it. It was kind of like right in that transition of when movies started coming back into theaters and not just straight to streaming. Right. Um, But it's rated R. I guess because of language. Mm, That's fair. That's probably the only reason. Um, It's a biography crime drama. It's two hours and 38 minutes long. So it's pretty long. Um, But it's directed by Ridley Scott. Um, We did his The Martian. Mm -hmm. He did that one. Um, And he also did American Gangster. He's done a bunch of stuff, obviously. It's a name we recognize
0: remind me again is he also doing project hail mary i can't remember
1: i looked on his like upcoming stuff and it was not on there so So, yeah i'm not sure why but
0: (laughs) uh so the imdb synopsis reads when patrizia reggiani an outsider (laughs) (laughs) sorry
1: my notes she's patsy (laughs) I just couldn't keep writing Patrizia or whatever that is. it is. Fair
0: enough. Um, when Patrizia Reggiani, an outsider from humble beginnings, marries into the Gucci family, her unbridled ambition begins to unravel their legacy and triggers a reckless spiral of betrayal, decadence, revenge, and ultimately murder. Yes. So that is like... Part of the book, <laughs> literally a microcosm of the larger right. book. If we're being mm-hmm. honest, a lot of the reviews that I read, that's a, what people had an issue with, either book or movie. Like they, yeah. they either loved the book, felt it was like really well mm-hmm. kind of uh, laid out, and felt like the movie needed more, or vice versa, yeah. they wanted more of the Maurizio Patrizia mm-hmm. like relationship in the book, and they yeah. didn't get that. So. Take it for what it is. I guess if you prefer to, like, read more of the love story or learn more about the Mm -hmm. love story, I would say watch the movie. Yeah. Um, But if you're into fashion and actually like the The history, history, read the book. Because you don't get barely any of it. And actually don't read the book. Listen Listen to to it. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's very long. Yes. A couple of uh, interesting facts, I guess. I want to double check with you before, though. Uh, I have, like, kind of... They're sort of movie-related, so I want to make sure you're not going to talk about it. But it's basically kind of how the Gucci family and Patricia specifically reacted to the news Mm -hmm. about the movie being made. Go for it. Do you have that? All right. So overall, the Gucci uh, family was kind of okay with the fact Mm -hmm. that this was coming out the problem that they had was that um they were disappointed that the they were um not involved with the making of it as much Mm -hmm. as we'll get into it obviously the gucci family has not been a part of gucci for years long time so realistically like their expectation that they would be involved is kind of a moot point but you know they wanted to make sure that everybody knew like we're not involved and we're mad about it basically um they basically said, like filmmaker, you know, they're they're saying that the filmmakers were stealing the identity of the family just to make a profit. Which, well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's kind of what the author did too. Let's yeah. be realistic. Um, but Patricia specifically, which we'll get into, she is technically currently out of jail, so she's you know a free woman. Wild, um, it is wild. Uh, but basically, she said that you know she she's happy about the fact that they did it. She praised the fact that Lady Gaga was um, uh, casted to, of course. Play her. However. <laughs> She was sad or upset that Lady Gaga did not ask to meet with her to, like, discuss her personality. I'm
1: actually surprised she didn't. Like, get out
0: of here, Patricia. Well, then I have... Lady Gaga's response yeah. to that, basically. she This is verbatim kind of her quote. She said, I did all the research on who she was as a person, but I didn't want to meet her because I could tell very quickly that this woman wanted to be glorified for this murder, yeah. and she wanted to be remembered as this criminal. I didn't want to collude with something I don't believe in. She did mm-hmm. have her husband murdered. Correct. At the end of the day. Correct. <laughs> so
1: that's I, kind of I respect know, taken that. straight from
0: Lady Gaga, and I totally respect that. I think a lot of times when actual people are alive actors will yeah know, kind of speak to them to kind of mm-hmm. get into their heads but i think in this case she probably did the right thing because well yeah who knows what patricia would have told her or well and
1: then you know you know she's gonna be like can we get a picture and then the next thing you know there's a picture of lady gaga <laughs> and her on instagram okay. and then everyone's mad at lady gaga that she's taking a picture with this murderer exactly you know what i mean right. so i totally understand yeah.
0: that and granted she's not a murderer but I mean, what do you call it? What do you call it?
1: (laughs) I call her a murderer. She had Mm.
0: her husband murdered.
1: She's a murderer.
0: (laughs) Anyway, I just thought that was interesting to kind of get the Gucci family's perspective Mm -hmm. on this movie. Yeah.
1: The only, um, I actually hadn't read that part. Um, the only part that I did hear about character wise, um, was from Tom, the real Tom Ford, Mm. um, who's in this movie a little bit. Um, but he went to like the premiere of it. And I guess he said he like laughed out loud out of a lot of things. Mm. Because he felt like the Gucci family wasn't represented. Um, He said that he loved Lady Gaga's portrayal. He thought that she did a great job, but he felt like everything else kind of got... Swept under, and he was very, you know, involved in the later parts yeah. of Gucci and in, in this era. I should say it's so. also
0: very fascinating to me that he was because mm-hmm. Tom Ford is such a well known, yeah. you know, designer and he's made such a name for himself. It's just interesting to hear, yeah, like, where he started, yeah, and how he came to be kind of it's who crazy. He is. So, anyway, uh, but I will, like I said, trickle in some yeah. kind of factual information as for we sure. go through the movie. So, the movie
1: has an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty good That's considering. Um, I everyone that I had kind of talked to who had seen this was like meh you know what I mean (laughs) that's how I felt Um, about it too (laughs) I think what I was missing from this movie um, was a soundtrack like you know what I mean like I get it that it's more like Italian type whatever Mm. but we're such in this age where it's like the soundtracks are so important. Like think of the, I mean, granted it was the Elvis movie, but like the soundtrack is so good. Just even throughout the whole film, it just like elevates it. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, it was just this movie was just like one tone the entire time.
0: I I'm, I'm picturing like the oceans 11 soundtrack. Yeah. Or oceans 12 or just something, <laughs> you know, I
1: don't know to just kind of like edge it up a little bit. I don't know. I think that anyways, that yeah. was the one thing that I That's noticed. Fair. Um, the budget was $75 million, which I actually thought was low considering the cast that, mm. that, that was involved with this. Um, but it did, uh, gross $154 million. So it did fairly well. Not bad. Um, you know, earlier before I, uh, what you call it, I named this this episode Father, Son, and House of Gucci, Lady Gaga actually improvised that line, oh, which really? is like the one line that everyone actually knows, because it was in the trailer right, and stuff. Right. But yeah, so I thought that was funny. Well, that's cool. Um, and then this movie was only nominated for one Academy Award in in the 2022 Awards for um, Achievement in Makeup and Hairstyling, um, which we'll talk about here in a minute with the cast, um, but they did not win. So. Oh, sad. I was kind of surprised, like it looked like, um, you know, some of the cast had gotten nominated for other awards, um, but got snubbed in in the Oscars, which
0: honestly doesn't surprise me.
1: It happens. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. All right. So let's move on to the cast. Um, Mauricio Gucci is played by Adam Driver. Um, I guess there was talks of having a million different people in this role, including Christian Bale, any
0: of the million others.
1: I, okay, you have a vendetta because you didn't like him in Girls, yes, right? Yes. <laughs> I love him, though. I think he is so... Have you seen Girls? Yes. Mm, okay. And you don't hate him because of the way he acted in Girls. It's just because of the care how the character acted. Yeah. Not his acting ability. Facts. <laughs> Anyways, I love him as Kylo Ren. I think he's great. I think he's, like, the epitome of, like, a thespian. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: Like he, <laughs> the one thing though, Maurizio was, bl- I think he was fairly light, light hair mm-hmm. and he had blue eyes. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, it didn't connect for me. Yeah. I like, he kind of had a similar look. Yeah. So I see it in that sense. But like, I feel like there's so many other actors that could have played it and he, they probably would have looked more like him. Yeah. I don't know. I liked him. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
1: Um, so yeah, so the one thing that he does have upcoming is a movie about Ferrari, where he plays somebody Ferrari. So evidently he's now playing, going to be playing another role in another very popular brand name. Didn't
0: we already do a Ferrari movie? There was
1: Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, is that not the same? No, different. (laughs) (laughs) Different. Um, yeah. So agree to disagree on this one. I like Adam Driver. I think he's great. You do not. (laughs) Um, moving on to Patrizia Reggiani. Um, which we've talked about you know mm-hmm. for the past couple minutes here lady gaga um obviously she was in a stars born um the first i think acting gig that i actually really saw her in was when she played in american horror story oh, yeah. and she was phenomenal that i think she was really good so good she was in the hotel season mm-hmm. and um i think she might have won an Emmy or something in that, that in that for that me. one um she does have an oscar for uh was it in born a stars born something about it's a because of a song not because of her acting oh yeah <laughs> you're
0: right it is i think it is the star is born
1: yeah so she's getting into some more things um interesting enough they are working on a sequel to the joker movie that joaquin mm-hmm. phoenix was in and she's going to be playing harley quinn and oh. boyfriend ray actually said that he thinks that they're actually making it a musical oh
0: so it should be very interesting that is actually yeah. interesting i would see that yeah so
1: i can see her has a harley quinn because it's Kind of a creepy, disturbed yeah, character. Yeah. Um, but I you know, I love Margot Robbie, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I we'll, do love we'll me see. some
0: Margot Robbie right? too. <laughs> She's my girl crush. <laughs> um I thought Lady Gaga absolutely destroyed this like in a, in the best way possible. I was going to say good or bad way. <laughs> good way. <laughs> yeah. Like I thought, I mean, not only does she look mm-hmm. a lot like her and yeah. obviously like you said, hair and makeup really did their job, mm-hmm. but just like the, I mean, I don't know Patrizia Reggiani, yeah. but like the mannerisms and just like the attitude and everything. I thought she nailed it.
1: Yeah. I thought she, I think Lady Gaga is phenomenal. Like yeah. I love her. Her singing side and her acting side is just as good. I just and as a person
0: enjoy her. She's just a cool girl.
1: (laughs) Yes. Um all right, moving on to Rodolfo Rodolfo, Rodolfo Fio Rodolfo (laughs) Gucci, (laughs) who is Maurizio's dad. Um he played by Jeremy Irons. The only thing that I recognize that he was in, he was the voice of
0: Scar. In the Lion King. <laughs> oh. The so. name is super familiar and I probably yeah. could recognize him but I think in this role they made him look so old and kind of yeah. decrepit that like it's hard to see what yeah. he actually looks well, like. Well, and we get
1: so little of mm-hmm. these this generation of the Gucci's um, that we didn't really get much of but I thought it was interesting that he was the voice of Scar. Yeah. Like what a thing on your resume. That's cool. Like that's
0: like something like notable, right? Yeah, for sure.
1: Forever. (laughs) Forever. (laughs) (laughs) The original Scar. (laughs) Um, All right. Moving on to Aldo Gucci, who is Maurizio's uh, uncle and Rodolfo's brother played by Al Pacino. There was talks of Robert De Niro playing, which Interchangeable. <laughs> exactly.
0: Just plug yeah. in. Plug uh, in whichever guy from Goodfellas yeah. or you know, the Godfather. Exactly. So
1: he's um he was in the show The Hunters, which I is phenomenal i if you've tried
0: ne- to watch that. It is so good. I couldn't get past the first episode. We gotta give it you gotta
1: give it more than one episode. I'm watching Love Island for you. So. You are not watching it for me. <laughs> I am. So we have things to talk about. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, Al Pacino is still acting, going strong. He still has, He has a couple upcoming things. Nothing that I really recognize, but he is not stopping.
0: No, and and, and he shouldn't. No. Honestly, and like this role is so perfect for him. Like these, like Italian mobster mm-hmm. style movies is like his bread and butter. Right. And just like any others, he did a great job.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, moving on to Paolo Gucci, who is Aldo's son. Um, his idiot. (laughs) as he calls him played by Jared Leto and you would never know it he is totally made up to look like someone completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I was waiting to read something about saying he just really wanted to be a part of this because it makes <laughs> no sense because he literally looks nothing That's like so this character. That's so Jared Leto though. True. You can see it in the eyes. That's yeah. like the only thing. Um, he has a couple upcoming things. Um, he's going to be in the new Tron three movie and haunted mansion. And he is also working on an untitled Jared Leto joker project because oh. he played the joker in uh, mm-hmm. suicide squad yep and supposedly they're bringing dc's a mess so I they just like randomly have multiple <laughs> yeah. movies of the same characters coming out with different people so. that's not confusing at all yeah um funny enough jared leto actually appeared in a gucci commercial
0: at one point oh look so. at that um he stole the show for me great i don't know how he didn't get nominated for an oscar yeah First of all, he's incredible. He's good at everything he does. If you haven't seen Dallas Buyers Club, that is Mm -hmm. an incredible movie. Not only is he good. I know you don't like Matthew McConaughey, but Matthew McConaughey is amazing too. But like just you put anything in front of him and he's like, I got this. Don't worry. And like he killed it. I absolutely loved him in this. Yeah, And like you're you're meant to like not like Paolo. Mm Mm-hmm. But because I knew it was Jared Leto, yeah, you like like, him, okay,
1: for sure, for sure, yeah, he was so great. He
0: brought the comedic value too. I feel
1: well, and Jared Leto is such like a handsome guy, and he they make him look just disgusting. I know, but
0: like to your point, yeah, you know, you can see in the eyes. It's It's good old Jared. Uh, It's Jared.
1: (laughs) Um, Lastly, um, Panina Auremi, Arema or whatever, she's the psychic, random psychic that gets brought into this story, um, played by Salma Hayek. Um, who's gorgeous or whatever Uh, upcoming shoe or whatever I mean she's just like really pretty it's fine Um, but she's going to be in the upcoming Puss in Boots movie they have another one coming out Um, and then she's also going to be in Magic Mike's Last Dance so there's another one of those coming up
0: did you ever watch those no neither did I no (laughs) <laughs> not total tangent, but because you mm-hmm. said Magic Mike, um, there, this girl that I follow does like daily, um, polls. I think I've talked mm-hmm. about her before, but a uh, recent one she did was save the last dance versus step up. Oh. And I was like to the grave. I was like, if, if save the last dance does not win, we're going to have problems. Step up is good, but mm-hmm. like save the last dance is just like another level. And I only bring this up cause we Channing Tatum's and Magic Mike, but right. like either way, like, and it, Freaking step up ended up winning by like a hair.
1: A hair. But it's I think because it's of a generational Juli- thing. It's because of Julia Styles. No, it's not. She's the only reason why I kind of <laughs> and would might have voted for her step up.
0: You're ridiculous. She's the worst. <laughs> <You're> so ridiculous. <laughs> Anyways. Also, bringing it back to what we're talking about, <laughs> yes. have you ever um uh mistaken salma Hayek and Penelope Cruz? Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's such a common mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. That, and, and I don't mean this because they're both Latina. Yeah. But like, I don't know why they just, they could be sisters, yeah. honestly. And I, I've talked to multiple people where they'll be like, yeah, that movie, you know, Penelope Cruz is in it. Yeah. But they mean so. Yeah. Hayek. I think <laughs> Salma Hayek's just a lot shorter. She is. She's um, very short. And she also, like, she's also like, she doesn't that like weird, awkward thing with, you know, um, Tom Cruise. Yeah. So. <laughs> Exactly,
1: um, I guess her, Lady Gaga revealed in an interview that her and Salma Hayek actually shot an off-script sex scene for this film that ended up getting cut out, which I thought was very weird. That is very weird. So, but they did have a weird relationship in the yeah, movie, but, not but in like, the book. like they don't yeah. really talk about any
0: sort of like a romantic relationship.
1: So, I don't you know, know if they thought just maybe, hey, let's see if it works, and then it just like didn't. But like, again,
0: like here's another. Uh, you know, attempt by Hollywood to be like, oh, let's throw like a you know lesbian sex right. scene in there to make things interesting, right? Things exactly.
1: Um, but funny enough, though, Salma Hayek is actually married to Francois Henry Penault, who is the CEO of a French multinational business which owns part of Gucci.
0: Well, there you have it. Who doesn't <laughs> own part of Honestly. Gucci? That's what I want to know. <laughs>
1: Oh, it actually says it owns the Gucci brand.
0: Oh. So she know. technically owns Gucci?
1: By marriage. By marriage. Wow. <laughs> I guess.
0: Fascinating. Yeah,
1: very interesting. So, <laughs> yeah, quite the cast. Um, I thought it was good. Some, some were better than others. But... I would
0: say the cast is probably the most redeeming part of this. Movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I would say so myself. That's what kept it interesting for yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. So,
0: All right. Time for Who Said It? Your first quote is?
1: You need to do it all in an Italian accent. Yeah,
0: right. (laughs) I can barely do a British accent. Um, Fun fact for you.
1: I took one semester of Italian Uh in
0: college. What did you learn? Um, Ciao, Bella. Not much. I got a D. Good one. So it You're probably wasn't probably learning great. more from uh, Love Island UK, Davide. Than That's you are very true. Uh,
1: it was very traumatizing. It was my very first semester in college. I was very homesick. I didn't know what the heck was happening. And I had this little tiny Italian teacher from <laughs> Florence who loved Guns N' Roses. And she was so <laughs> intense. And I just like panicked and like cried every day when I had to go to class. What
0: possessed you to learn Italian?
1: I don't know. I took French all through high school, and I was like, which I should have just stuck with. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's a love language; it'll be easy to, you know, you just to or romance language. Like. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's cool. I don't know. What
0: have you? What do you remember from French?
1: Um, I actually remember a lot more because I had one of those teachers that. Like made everything into a song, oh, okay. so like sometimes I can like hear it. I, if I would have like kept going, I think I could have been conversational in I French.
0: Sister in law, test your French skills. I can count. <laughs> I can also count. I took in one, French. One, <laughs> one semester. <laughs> um,
1: je m'appelle Hannah. That means my name is. oui wee. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can go to France. It's fine. My
0: favorite word in in French is "comme si comme ça."
1: Comme si comme ça. So so. 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 <laughs>
0: Anyway. They have a lot
1: of like feminine male type things. That's very difficult.
0: Oh, masculine versus yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Spanish also has that. I would like to learn another language. I mean, uh, English is really like, honestly, the really, hardest, the hardest. Mm-hmm. It's just easy to us. Cause we, you know, well, technically it's my second language, but you yeah, know, I learned it at a young age, but yeah, when you look at like the grand scheme of languages, English is actually the worst. I don't know. Farsi
1: sounds crazy. Actually, that's False. Navajo language. Oh, yeah. It's like unteachable. <laughs> unteachable.
0: <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> okay, I will not be reading these in an Italian okay, accent. Bummer. bummer. Uh, first quote is, I was the engine and the rest of the family was the train. The engine without the train is worthless and the train without the engine, well, it doesn't move.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Oh, come on. That's the easiest one. They said it like three times in the book. <laughs> hmm. Rodolfo. No, Aldo. <laughs> All right. Next one is I'd rather reap. Excuse me. I'd rather weep in a Rolls Royce than be happy on a bicycle. Oh, Rodolfo. Patrizia Damn it, <laughs> Patsy. Patsy. Uh, and your last one is: We are products of our past, but we don't have to be prisoners of it. I don't fear change. I embrace it. Maurizio. Yay,
1: Yay, you got, got one. one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your options for F, Mary Kill are Maurizio, Patrizia, and Paolo. <laughs> Maurizio, Patrizia, 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 and Paolo. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: I'm going to go ahead and just kill Patrizia because I can't trust her.
0: No, that's very true.
1: Um, I'm going to marry Maurizio. Because he is like actually kind of like a nice guy. Well, like, yeah. And if
0: Patricia's is not in the picture, I think he's yeah. a lot more, Ooh. you know, tame.
1: I'm switching my answers. I'm going to kill Paolo because I can't like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't walk the runway with him. <laughs> and Patricia probably, I mean, she's kind of crazy. So it was probably a fun, fun walk down the runway.
0: That's fair. Uh, I will go with your... Uh, amended. Okay.
1: Uh, okay. Also, Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will say the movie is like it's visually very pretty too. Is you it? You know, in some parts, like the, what s- part? The snow. <laughs> the in the snow. The
0: Christmas scenes. Yes.
1: <laughs> there wasn't like a whole
0: lot of like actual like Gucci stuff. No. You wanna, like, and maybe they just didn't have like rights to do it. I don't. Maybe. I, mean, I, don't I was know. expecting to see like lavish, like just you know, gut, like just dripping with it. Yeah. yeah. I
1: don't know. It was kind of weird in that sense. Yeah. Um, Cause the movie just starts with like a voiceover kind of talking about the Gucci name um, and whatnot. And then we do kind of get like the end of the movie at the beginning where we see um, Maurizio walking into his building and then we hear someone yell his name. Mm-hmm. And then I think maybe we hear a gunshot or something, but then yeah. you basically yeah. know that's where he died.
0: I didn't catch that though. Oh. At the beginning but like the book mm-hmm. right out the gate tells you that he was yeah, shot like we, right we get a scene that details basically yeah what happens we don't really see that until the end of the movie
1: yeah like said so um but yeah like and then we kind of just start basically like jumped into this like love story with right. Maurizio and Patrizia where in the book like we get this whole Gucci backstory that's like kind of cool to like very cool understand where this freaking giant came from well
0: and like i said if you're a fan of fashion and like the history of fashion like the book does a good job it's way too detailed for like most people but it's very interesting i'll just do some highlights of kind of what we Mm -hmm. learned of the pre pre love story basically um uh essentially you know Guccio Gucci had. I um, love that. That's what his, was know. his name. <laughs> Guccio Gucci was the uh, basically Maurizio's grandfather, right? Or yeah. great grandfather? Grandfather, uh, yeah, grandfather. He was. He started Gucci. Basically, he had three boys, one girl, and then also one additional son from a different woman who had a child out of wedlock. Basically, really though, the only ones that were kind of involved within Gucci were um, Rodolfo, Aldo, and then. To a certain extent, um, I forget his other, the other brother's name, uh, but he's irrelevant because we don't mm-hmm. really get him in the movie either. They did, like I said, have a girl too, but in that time, girls were basically yeah. neglected. Right. Um, even though she wanted to be involved, she wasn't. And at, uh, when their father died, she actually ended up not getting uh, much of the inheritance yeah. either. Um, but really, Rodolfo and Aldo were kind of the um, the mainstays uh, as mm-hmm. it relates to Gucci and, and kind of what they did. Um, Aldo was really the one that pushed Guccio to kind of branch out of just doing stuff in Florence Mm -hmm. and kind of evolving Gucci, right? So he asked, you know, he pushed for them to get into like London and Paris and then eventually New York where they have, you know, a a big kind of... uh, presence presence there thank you which we do get in the uh, Mm -hmm. movie uh, to a certain extent um rodolfo is an actor which we'll get into a little bit later in the movie um but then he kind of transitioned into uh his his position or his role within the company um which weirdly enough like he well i guess it's not weird but after his career ended in in fashion or excuse me in acting then World War Two hit, yeah, and then he kind of decided, okay, like I should probably get into the family business, yeah. basically. So that's kind of the gist of like where we came from. So Gucci O Gucci was the the creator, and then it got kind of got brought down yeah. to um, Aldo and Rodolfo, who were the the majority of the thing. Uh, Aldo's kids, which Paolo is one mm. of them, kind of did a lot of the work as well, and then Maurizio, but. Realistically, the movie really just focuses on Maurizio and Patricia.
1: Well, and I feel like all we needed was, like, a couple-minute, like, montage of it. Because a a thing that you didn't mention is that the whole idea of Gucci was when Guccio was working as a bellhop. Right. And he he saw people, like, coming in with this luggage. And, like, he it got the idea of, like... Because I think their family had worked in leather goods for Mm -hmm. years or whatever. And he was like, well, let's make a high-end luggage that... I see it every day or whatever. So give me a two minute montage of where we are and, that would have made a lot more Especially sense Especially considering
0: me. If you've never read this or any sort of book about mm-hmm. this and you don't know the history of Gucci, it would have been nice to know considering that's what this movie is. About. Right.
1: Right. <laughs> so. so, yeah, so the movie just jumps in straight to, we see Patrizia. She's working at her family's business and she goes to a party and randomly meets Maurizio. Who's kind of just behind the bar <laughs> helping himself. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, she, when he introduces his, himself to her, like you can see her ears perk up because of the last name. And she's like a little star struck. Um, but they end up dancing and, and whatnot. And then they kind of part ways. Yeah. Um, and then they meet up again at a bookstore, which it almost feels like she was stalking him. Totally.
0: <laughs> you know? Well, and just to, to give you kind of context, like in the, the way that the book describes it is she kind of already knew who he was. Yeah. So this whole, like, like, her surprise and shock mm-hmm. that he is who he says he is. Like we didn't, it doesn't, it didn't actually happen right. in real life. Like they, he he she was at least aware of who he was right when they first met. Um, but yes, she most definitely was stalking him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so when we find out, you know, that he's also uh studying to be a lawyer. Um, he wasn't like initially going to go into the family business. That he kind of wanted his own way. Um, but then she kind of ends up convincing him to like invite her on a date. Like she writes her his number on it on his little moped. Um, which that didn't happen either. <laughs> no. And you know, so then they kind of just start seeing each other a lot more and they start dating and we kinda see that there's this guy following them around. That seems
0: so sinister. I was like, who is this guy?
1: Right. But it was really not. It ends up just kind of being their driver, I think. Yeah. Like nobody that was of no importance yeah. basically. Um so but he does end up introducing um patrizia to his father and at first he's like non impressed because he finds out that you know the her family business is just like truck like truck driving mm. basically he thinks that maybe they're even in the mafia um <laughs> of course naturally yeah but then she of course um feeds into his ego a little bit and starts asking him about his acting career and and that's where he actually ended up meeting um Maurizio's mom mm-hmm. um who has passed since so Alessandra. So who, you know, after she kind of strokes the ego a little bit of of his very short acting career, <laughs> yes. um, you know, he comes around to her a little bit more.
0: Um, but not for long.
1: <laughs> no, not for long. Because then Rodolfo ends up warning Maurizio, you know, she's probably literally just after your money. Like, come on, dude. You know, obviously. And... And that he actually has had someone like looking into her family and he's like, yeah, like they don't come from anywhere. Like, yeah. what are we doing here?
0: It, it doesn't go too deep in depth into the book, but it basically similar situation. Like he was not happy about their mm-hmm. relationship and did kind of warn Maurizio to say, you know, be careful. Cause yeah. I mean, anyone who is that rich or that, you know, mm-hmm. has that much money, unfortunately has to have kind of their guard up whenever they lucky for
1: us. I have no money. Facts. Ditto. (laughs) Same. same.
0: (laughs) Also, um, the, what the book says that the movie does not portray is at one point Rodolfo, um, actually calls Patrizia's dad Mm -hmm. and tries to help have him kind of help them break up too, which we don't get in the movie. So,
1: but like any, you know, kid does, he doesn't listen to his dad. No. And he wants to marry her. And his dad, like, threatens to cut him. He's like, fine, I'm cutting you off. If this is what you want, you're out of the inheritance, you're not living here anymore. See you later. So, and like a young idiot kid, he's like, all right, bye. And he goes and shows up at Patrizia's house and is (laughs) like, "Um, can I marry your daughter? And also like, I need a job and a place to
0: live. I have no more money. (laughs) Right. But can I marry your daughter? Yeah. So
1: he goes to work for um, her father's company and he seems pretty happy and, you know, joking around. And then they have like random sex in the work trailer, (laughs) um, which was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I've seen that man have sex more times than anybody else who
0: adam driver yes <laughs> that's awkward it is though think about it though well just in the, gr- in the girls. girls alone and i'm
1: like oh my god every yeah. movie he's in and not in star wars i should say well thank god yeah <laughs> um but anyway so they end up getting married um at the wedding she actually looked very beautiful mm-hmm. lady gaga did and have you
0: seen the original photo uh-uh. Of of these two, uh-uh. if you Google it, like I mean, it looks very similar yeah. to what we get in the in the movie, but it's just so funny to see like the side by side. Yeah, that they do that. that's I cool. I like have that. to
1: look that up. Um, and you know, she has a bunch of family members there, but only a few people actually showed up. Um, on the Gucci side.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, And they're like nobodies. I think they're like distant relatives. Right. (laughs) The
1: people who just want to like be associated with the Gucci's. Um, But so this is where we get introduced to Aldo, who is Maurizio's um, uncle. Mm -hmm. And he ends up reading about their marriage in the paper. And he then goes to see his brother, Rodolfo. And he's like, you know, what's happening here? Like, do you know that your son even got married. But he's also there because he wants he wants to talk to him about taking Gucci stores into malls Mm. (laughs) because these two, like you said earlier, (laughs) like they, they don't see eye to eye about like the expansion of the brand. Well,
0: And what I've failed to mention is when Guccio kind of their dad put them in their rightful places, Mm -hmm. it was very much clear cut. Like you do this side of the business and you do the other side. So like they really didn't collaborate on Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. So when Aldo comes to him for these types of things, it's like, of course they're going to butt heads right each does their own thing
1: (laughs) well and then they also have a conversation like he talks about how his you know Aldo's son Paolo is not someone that they really want to hand the business over Mm. to um but that Maurizio is a lot smarter he knows the business side of it that they need to bring him back in for the sake of the family so he's like make good with your son like let's figure (laughs) this out right
0: so also he's better looking, so it'll look good for the brand <laughs> Yes, is what he did not say. Exactly. So um, Aldo
1: ends up calling Patrizia and um, Maurizio and invites him to his birthday party. Number one, cause we get two birthday parties <laughs> here for him. Um, and, you know, begrudgingly uh, Maurizio decides to go and it's at this beautiful, like villa type place in Italy and they end up going. Um, and this is where we actually get to meet Paolo because they're playing like some weird rugby rugby game or whatever. Why is it weird? It's just rugby. Because it's not rugby. I read about it. It's like some other like really? even more violent game oh, <laughs> than right. rugby. And um so and then Paolo like gets his his face smashed in like after <laughs> two minutes of playing. Um but we find out, you know, that he has like a lot. He's very eccentric. Um, and he wants to take Gucci into the next century and he has his own designs and his own thoughts and it's just very much not in line with what the Gucci
0: brand yeah. is. Well, and it's very clear that the rest of the family just kind of placates him just to mm-hmm. like keep him happy and just says, yeah, like continue doing, you know, your it's, design Great, it's great, it's great. <laughs> but we're not actually going to sell any of yeah.
1: so. After they end up, you know, on their way out um, from the birthday party, um, Aldo ends up giving them a wedding gift and also says, like, you guys need to come to New York. And he gives the gift to Patrizia. And it ends up being two tickets on the Concord to New York. So Maurizio is not stupid. He knows what he's trying to do. Yeah. He's trying to get him to New York so he can talk to him about the business. Yeah.
0: The difference here is in in uh, reality or in real life, um, Rodolfo is actually the one that, asks them and suggests that they move to new york Mm -hmm. so at this point you know he's kind of communicating with Maurizio again and he says like after having talked to aldo he decides that that makes the most sense so he requests or he asks them to move to new york
1: okay so i totally this is kind of a sidebar but because i meant to talk about this earlier because of course i was like i want to look up to see how much a gucci bag costs right um, like the most expensive Gucci bag is like $38,000 and it's the bag that they actually talk about, um, the bamboo, one? the bamboo, mm-hmm. the bamboo handle one, um, which ended up being, which I, if you asked me what Gucci's like staple thing was, mm-hmm. or like trademark thing was, I would think more of the logo. Yeah. Evidently it's this bamboo yeah. handle bag yeah. that they created you know, as one of the staples at the very beginning of the business and yeah, you can still buy them for the low <laughs> price of $38,000. But I think the lowest price bag is like two or three grand. Yeah.
0: I I have a Gucci belt.
1: I know. I looked that up too. <laughs> uh, I
0: think it was 300 something. Yeah. I got it as a gift, but yeah. still, um, yeah, it's just so funny. Cause like, again, we clearly this Company goes into the shitter for a while. Yeah. And now, current state, like they're still making lots Mm -hmm. of money. The Ran for all intents and purposes, still is considered high end. Like, absolutely, I look at things like Michael Kors, where after a while it kind of lost its luster mm-hmm. and started becoming a little bit less, you know, like desirable desirable to wear and, and buy. But I feel like Gucci is still one of those that absolutely, clearly, I mean, if the prices are still that high, yeah. people and people are still buying the, you know, the, yeah. the price, the items, it's just interesting.
1: Yeah, but yeah, so, um, I personally will not be purchasing anything Gucci, but. <laughs> More power to you if you can afford it. <laughs> yeah, again, or
0: just get someone to buy it for you as a gift. Yeah, there you go. Which is what
1: I did. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so they're at home now, and Patricia, or they drive home, and Patricia um, convinces Maurizio, to go to New York yes. um with um sexual favors in the in the car.
0: <laughs> so I mean uh, sure. We're
1: not sure if that's if that's true or not.
0: Also, no one should need that much convincing to go to New York. No, I'm Just like saying.
1: on the on the Concord. On the Concorde. What does that even mean? It's literally like a basically like a private jet. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, the first time I ever heard of that was on um the parent trap? Oh. Parent trap, the one with Lindsay Lohan, mm-hmm. at the very end when the um, dad and the girl like beat them home to Uh London. And she's like, mom, did you know that the Concord gets you here in half the time? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Fascinating. Dumb things in my brain that got to love the parent trap. Yes. (laughs) Um, Anyway. So Patrice is at home now and she ends up seeing she's watching TV and she's seeing this ad or this show for this psychic, which was very big back then Mm -hmm. where people could call in and get psychic Readings done. What was that main girl's Cleo?
0: Thank Ms. you, Miss Cleo. Yes, Miss Cleo.
1: Um, so yeah, so this is Panina or Emma or whatever her name is, um, played by Salma Hayek, and Patrizia ends up calling and she asks, you know, will I be successful? Um, and she says, yeah, you will be successful and you will get everything you want. And she sees a great fortune in her future. So <laughs> obviously, Patrizia is wrong. No. <laughs> Patrizia is very much on board with Maurizio getting back into the Gucci business, which honestly, like I, unless my husband is like, has a very, very, very good reason or a completely like to not be in this family business. I'm pushing him to be in this family business. That's fair. Like, come on, yeah. dude.
0: Like, why isn't Ronaldo a Gucci? Right. <laughs> like and, like, especially if it's like,
1: I just don't want to be like my dad. I'm like, I don't care.
0: <laughs> also like Ronaldo just sounds so Ronaldo Italian. Gucci. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Ronaldo Todocini. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so uh, Patrizia ends up going to the Gucci store and Aldo is actually still there and he you know she goes to basically talk um, you know about Mar- about Maurizio and his father and kind of trying to figure out how she can help mend that bridge so he will get back into the business. Um, they end up going to um, Aldo's birthday party number two on like the leather farm or wherever it is it's like these like prized cows that they use for their yeah. leathers um but you know they I start think that's where
0: the main factory is yeah where like yeah basically where Gucci started I the
1: leather say. farm yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you know they
1: they kind of talk about you know learning the business under Aldo. So, you know, Aldo's like, all right, if you don't want to work under your dad and learn about the business under your dad, that's fine. But like, come and learn from me. Mm -hmm. Like we have two very different viewpoints of the business just kind of come under my wing instead. So to add fuel to the fire, Patrizia ends up getting pregnant. Or she says. Plot twist. Yes, plot twist. We only get one child in the, in the book. Correct. Or in, in the movie, in, sorry. Yeah,
0: in real life, they actually have two daughters. So Alessandra, who we do get in the movie, and then Allegra comes afterwards. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they only showed one.
1: <laughs> I read something that they felt like the time frame of where she came. And I was like. No, that's I, inaccurate. Because right. Because we get a
0: scene later when. Uh, Alessandra is a teenager, right? So clearly, Allegra would have been alive at that point, right? <laughs> so very yeah. Strange.
1: Not sure why they couldn't just put in the other kid. I feel like it would have added to the story, actually,
0: and also like authenticated right. real, real <laughs> life, <you> know, <laughs> <Right>.
1: Things. <laughs> um, but they end up going to New York, and you know they're living in you know luxury, basically in like a penthouse suite. You know they go to Gucci and or no they have gucci at the apartment already <laughs> right just like looking amazing and you know they end up going to the gucci store there and aldo basically just tell, tells patrizia like literally anything you want is yours it's the family discount i'm like oh Music my to god my ears. right <laughs> um so she's like obviously ecstatic yeah obviously um but at this point aldo like offers Maurizio a job as as the Gucci World Affairs coordinator and he's like what does that mean and he's like I don't know
0: just it's <laughs> like, a position just take right, it right exactly
1: so he says you know he'll think about it so the next thing we see is Paolo it goes to see Rodolfo his dad and his uncle his uncle sorry his <laughs> uncle because i i mean at this point he's probably gotten wind that Maurizio Maurizio and his dad are kind of talking. So he goes to his uncle and is like, look at my designs. Aren't
0: Aren't these fabulous? Aren't they
1: wonderful? And Rodolfo's like, keep these hidden. You don't want anybody (laughs) to see these. And at first I was like, is he really going to not tell these guys, this guy that his stuff sucks, right? <laughs> but no, he's like, you basically achieved mediocrity and that none of these are good and that he doesn't agree with his brother on literally anything except this, that he is not good. <laughs>
0: he's basically incompetent,
1: yeah. is what he says. And, you know, he tells him, he points to... A scarf that's in the room and he's like you know study this scarf because this is what Gucci's all about and
0: in the book we actually get the backstory of this scarf it's a very famous scarf it's yeah. basically one of the key i guess um signature items um that that gucci eventually you know created it was like a princess had come to him oh that's right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so a princess came to him uh asking for an item he basically created it more so for her but by her wearing it, it, mm. it created notoriety for not only the the mm. brand but also that piece. So then. From that point on, it became, like I said, a signature piece yeah. for them. I don't remember who it was, though. Was it anyone, like...
1: No, it was, like, a princess of some of some category. country. Yeah. But the thing that was also significant about it is because to at that point, they didn't really have any prints like this. Mm-hmm. So he actually created what he called, like, an explosion of flowers <laughs> um, to create this. So it, it did, like, end up, one, giving them a lot of notoriety because she wore it. But, two, it, like, opened them a little mm-hmm. bit more into than just their typical typical Gs yeah, or whatever yeah. that they were doing. Well, and
0: like and we don't really get this too much in the movie, but they got a lot of famous people to start wearing mm-hmm. and using their products, which again, that's you know, word of yeah. mouth is the most you know yeah. um, is the best way to get your kind of business going. Um, like the likes of Sophia Loren, which we g- do get a scene of mm-hmm. who's supposed to be Sophia Loren, um, but like f- folks like that, p- yeah. women who are just kind of very famous in that time, were wearing Gucci, and that's how yeah. they kind of rose to you know. The what level they are that they yeah. Did, yeah
1: um but now in the movie baby gucci is here oh but don't forget um, oh. paolo decides to pee oh, on oh yes scarf. <laughs> he pees on the scarf instead of studying it so there you have it folks yeah so baby gucci is now here and they name her alessandra after maurizio's um late mother mm-hmm. and then we find out that rodolfo they're like he's sick i'm like no kidding this man looks like he was ready to die at the beginning of this movie right
0: how did you all not know this? Right, <laughs> and he
1: ends up passing away, and as much as he talks about, you know, taking Maurizio out of the will, um, he doesn't, and he basically leaves everything to him, um, including fifty percent of Gucci. However, he never signed the share certificate, so that would mean Maurizio owes. I don't understand this or why an inheritance tax of the low price of $14 billion.
0: The dollars or the it's, Lear, it's like Lear, which is
1: about, it's about it's the about same. The- I did okay. the conversion of wow, it. It's okay. like a little less. I'm like, like, wow, what the that? heck? But it's crazy to think that like just a signature, like, like, I guess because he didn't just sign it over to him at that point. I don't know. I mean, the
0: the logistics of kind of this sort of, you know, handing down not only a business, but like a booming business like this, I can only imagine. Like, of course, they're going to be like, unless you know everything is yeah the t's are crossed and the dot is eyes are dotted yeah. like they're not just going to give the money to him exactly
1: <laughs> so and this is where we kind of get more introduced to i guess it's the family's lawyer mm-hmm. um dominico um because at this point he's like you know i would suggest just selling your shares and of course Patrizia's is like mm, absolutely <laughs> not
0: right right so they still don't at this point know what they're going to do but so they do allude to something. Cause like you, you look at that both of them and they're mm-hmm. kind of like eyeing each other. Like, what yeah. should we do? Um, I mean, I could tell you what actually happened unless you want to wait Go until later. It. So what we learn basically is, and this happens like way later because, mm-hmm. uh, Maurizio actually goes under fire and does get eventually arrested for mm-hmm. forgery. He's acquitted later on. But basically what we've come to find out is that Rodolfo's assistant's assistant, <laughs> Forged his signature on mm-hmm. the share um, uh, certificate yeah. in order for Maurizio not to have to pay those, yeah. uh, those taxes, basically. But, again, it's not mentioned no. directly in the movie, but we do get kind of a, a after mm-hmm. a, um, effect of him kind of getting under fire for yeah. this forged
1: papers. But it's like, unless you really read the book, you're kind of like...
0: What happened?
1: Why is, why is he... Yeah why are they after him at right, this point exactly. you know they don't
0: really mention it that yeah. much
1: yeah so anyway so um for whatever reason peach tretzia decides to go actually see uh the psychic now <laughs> <laughs> and you know she tells her so- they become friends <laughs> they become friends and but she tells her that someone is trying to take something from her that is you know hers mm-hmm. and you know that she should always wear something red and always something green. And, um, she says that, you know, together with her love with her husband, that they could conquer the world. Sure. I'm like, okay. Yeah. It just happens to be the colors of Gucci. Got it. <laughs> Got it. So oh, I
0: didn't even pick up on that. Yeah.
1: However, Maurizio now has officially decided to join the family business. You know,
0: sorry to cut you off, mm-hmm. What I couldn't fully gather from book or movie was, like, did Pina the psychic know who she was and, like, who Patrizia was and, like, the situation with Gucci? I think
1: she probably okay. did at some point. Because, I mean, she, what else
0: does she stand to gain from this friendship, right? right. Um, oh, I'm sure yeah. she did.
1: Okay. Um, so the next scene we get is they have a nanny, and the nanny has a quote-unquote gucci purse but clearly it's a fake so patrizia like a crazy person goes down to like the streets and <laughs> of find new of new york and finds where they're selling these knockoffs and she takes them to um to aldo and he she's like i this trash is on the streets and he was like okay <laughs> like what do you want like what do you want us to do about yeah. it you know like she wants them to go in guns blazing so this doesn't happen and it, this stuff is trash and he was like if 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 buying a fake purse is gonna make that housewife feel better about herself fine
0: yeah like the only difference, because they do bring this up to him in, in real life. And realistically, like, Aldo, I feel like in the movie, was a lot more nonchalant about this. Mm-hmm. Whereas in, in reality, like, he does have his kind of radar on these fakes and mm-hmm. is is managing kind of what type of fakes are out there. So yeah. he has a good, like, kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, pulse on what's yeah. going on on the streets and making sure that it doesn't get out of hand. Yeah. Whereas in the movie, it's very much like, eh, whatever they want to do, just let it yeah. do. Also, side note, I know you're going to New York in December. Yes. Please try to find some of these knockoff sellers because it is an experience. Oh, God. I can only imagine. It's... kid you not I remember because I asked a friend like where do we go because there's specific areas yeah. that you go and like you get off the subway and immediately you're like accosted by someone like um would you like to buy a Gucci bag would you like to buy like a Louis Vuitton bag like they like literally <laughs> yeah. come at you and they like sneakily take you to their like little like section. yeah I wanted to buy Gucci I think I bought Gucci no Chanel earrings oh Fakes, obviously. Yeah, and like she, you know, she like takes you to like your, yeah. your corner, and then like very slyly like shows you the material, or like the merchandise that she has, and then like you have to like haggle with it. It's oh my it gosh, that experience. sounds like nothing I want to do. <laughs> but it's so fun. <laughs> and then like you know, you're you're scared for your life, obviously.
1: But <laughs> I will absolutely not be doing that. Just so you know, that will not be happening. <laughs> but thank you, uh, thank you to know who to run away from. <laughs>
0: Um, I mean, they're not everywhere. It's just yeah, like I said, certain so areas. funny.
1: I love that you just like went along with it.
0: Oh, so great. Um, and I did buy the, the <laughs> Chanel earrings. I think I bought them for like 20 bucks. That's
1: funny. <laughs> um. So, but also during the scene when they're talking about the fakes or whatnot, um, he kind of, Aldo kind of puts his foot down and he's like, just to remind you, this is my empire that I <laughs> built. And right. You are not, you are not even a Gucci, like at this point, like. By name you are, but, like, not by blood. To Patrizia. To yeah. Patrizia. Um, we then kind of flash forward to 1983, and we're at the Versace um, fashion show, and Maurizio's there and he kind of he gets introduced to this younger designer at like the snack table (laughs) and like this guy is he's like yeah I know who you are and like at this point no one wants to design for Gucci like you guys are kind of old and cheap cheap and no one really cares yeah and so (laughs) Maurizio's like oh my god right (laughs) so this is where Patrizia really starts to like dig into the business and like grab her talons around it because she wants to get rid of Aldo and Paolo. She's She's like,
0: like they're old news. Yeah.
1: She's like, there's what's wrong with, they are what is, what is wrong with the business. We need to get rid of them. And they find out that Paolo is like trying to start like a trade war for whatever reason. He doesn't know what he's actually doing. So <laughs> poor pa- pa- Paolo. <laughs> I know. So Patrizia goes over to talk to Paolo and she kind of strokes his ego about his designs. And she's like, you know, if you work with Maurizio and I, like we can offer you a line under the Gucci name. If you help us mm-hmm. get your dad out of here. Right. So she makes this deal without letting Maurizio know. And he's pissed. He's yeah. like, what are you doing? Like, you're not even, you're not even, you don't, this isn't your business. You don't even work here. <laughs> you don't right. even go here. Like, right. what are we doing? Right. <laughs> so, but then they go to talk to Paolo and, you know, they basically say, you know, Alba, Alba, Aldo has been withholding tax Gucci taxes, which, you know, Maurizio's like, in Italy, it's whatever. But in the United States, they take that very seriously. Especially
0: when you make a lot of money. <laughs> right.
1: So anyway, so Maurizio is now saying he wants to leverage this to push Aldo out. And and he's like, you know, at this point, if you take this to your dad, he's going to start taking you seriously yeah. or whatever. And like Paolo and I think Maurizio in some way, they just kind of wanted to use this as a scare tactic. Right. So, but Paolo ends up calling Aldo one really late night. Right. And he's like at a bar or something and he tells him about the taxes. And it's kind of weird because it's like, you can see that Aldo's like, crap, he knows about this or whatever. And then Paolo like, doesn't really know what he's talking about. (laughs) He hasn't like gone really to anybody and said anything. But then the next scene we get is the IRS is there and they're taking Aldo away. Yeah. So I'm like, did Paolo call like it's very jarring in the movie
0: yeah no and and realistically like in the in real life they all had a hand in kind of pushing Aldo out however like Maurizio and Patrizia didn't like um convince Mm Paolo he was already kind of trying to figure out a way to more so make a name for himself and just knew that this would be a potential option um and I think the again movie insinuates that paulo basically kind of like mm-hmm. you know um let the irs go yeah. basically or kind of gave them a tip um which is what leads to all they're getting arrested yeah.
1: so but now Paolo's line has actually gone into <laughs> to production um and it's hideous it's not good i mean i mean in these age, one, it might be okay trash
0: is another i mean gender. i've seen some
1: weird things down a runway before Correct. so um like
0: but we've, chat, which we'll get into <laughs> exactly
1: <later. laughs> so um We find out that Aldo is now sentenced to one year and one day in prison.
0: Which seems pretty minor for lots of tax. I'm pretty (laughs)
1: sure Martha Stewart went in for a lot longer. (laughs) So um, we're now at Paolo Gucci's fashion show. And at the fashion show, he's given a cease and desist um, for copyright work. From the Gucci company. Mm -hmm. So again, if you're watching the movie, you're like, how does that even work or whatever? (laughs) Like, how could the Gucci company be shutting him down when they so evidently they didn't go through the right. They knew that just telling him he could use Mm -hmm. the Gucci name didn't actually know, didn't actually mean that he could (laughs) use it.
0: The only difference in in what happened in real life, he does do this um, fashion show, but it, the police don't shut him down. He actually basically gets stopped by Maurizio, mm-hmm. I think during a board meeting or something, mm-hmm. where he's like, "Yeah, like that's, yeah, we're gonna shut that down." Really yeah, quick.
1: dramatic effect. It happens at the fashion right. show in the movie, and they shut down the fashion show, and his wife is like singing <laughs> opera with nobody. And will
0: not stop singing right. opera. <laughs> so at
1: this point. Uh, Maurizio and Patrizia offer to buy um, Paolo's Gucci shares. Mm -hmm. He's like this is the only way you're going to get out of this like you should just sell and he was like I would rather watch it burn than sell it to you guys and I'm like yeah no kidding like you got me to like trick my dad at this point now you tricked me like I'm not doing this right so we then see that the financial police show up at Maurizio's house. Mm-hmm. And this is where they come to arrest him, basically, for the forgery. Correct. But it's not explained in the movie, like, right. at all, right? No. Yeah. So he ends up sneaking out the back. And then, like, Patrizia shows up to the house. And she's trying to talk to the police. And they're like, get her out of here. Right. She's like, you're crazy. Not helping yourself. Right. So Maurizio then goes to, like, their house in Switzerland, right? So this is where we find out when he's there that they are there. The feds are there because of the forged sig- signature. And of course, you know, while they're at their house, you know, Patrizia blames Paolo for the forged signature. Out of and nowhere. they're like, okay. Um, but Maurizio having a great time in Switzerland. He is skiing. Um, he runs into his good old friend, Paola. <laughs> front Fra- Franchi Francie, as Franchi? if you weren't
0: already confused. Right. <laughs>
1: um and it's like they're old friends basically. Um and he has a little get together with his with his friends, an outdoor snow brunch while if his you have wife it. is
0: panicking yeah. trying to figure out how to fix this mess.
1: <laughs> right. Um and but then Patrizia and their daughter end up showing up and obviously she's not she's not happy, right? So at this point Maurizio is like this is all a giant mess because now that the feds have looked into Aldo and now they're looking into Paolo so now they're obviously going to look into me and that's how the forge signature and stuff mm-hmm. like this is your like you're the one who started this beast <laughs> like you need to stay away from Gucci and he's just basically done with her like I don't want anything to do with you
0: so like sudden and like I don't know.
1: Just it had was nothing very really jarring. to do with like their romantic relationship. It was just like
0: strictly business. Yeah. Like he's, and I, I couldn't realistically tell if it was, he was now super invested in the business mm-hmm. and felt like she was meddling where she shouldn't be. Or he was like, you got me into this mess. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want anything to do. I with felt this. like it was more like that. Yeah. Okay.
1: Cause I think he was fine with the way it was going with Aldo I think if she well, wasn't I think, involved, no, I mean, even before that, Oh like, he yeah. he didn't even want to be
0: involved that's in the true. business and she forced him into yeah. it. Um, so I think, I think he like, would have
1: landed back in eventually, eventually like but his dad, basically yeah. yeah. So anyways, it's Christmas time now. Your um, favorite. my favorite, <laughs> um, Patrizia gets him a watch. I'm like, what do you get a Gucci. Like, you know what I mean? And he ends up getting her um, a gift card to Bloomingdale's, which was my favorite scene of all time.
0: Oh, it was good. <laughs> uh, in actuality, she actually gets him cufflinks, mm-hmm. and he gets her an antique watch and a keychain. Mm-hmm. She's still just as upset because I she's like, what am I going to do with an antique card. watch?
1: <laughs> but yes, a Bloomingdale's cufflinks. Yeah. So Patricia ends up going to talk to Paola at the, on the ski slopes, <laughs> and she's basically like... Um, I try to teach my daughter not to take things that aren't hers, basically insinuating, um, you know, to stay away from my husband. Mm -hmm. Um, Maurizio back at the house. Once Patrizia comes back, um, he's like, so um, tomorrow a car is going to be coming to take you and um, Alessandra back to Milan alone. See you without me. Bye. Bye. And she's like, 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 are we done? Like <laughs> is this it? Like typical guy like don't actually just tell me what's happening. Right, exactly. <laughs> right? Like,
0: like vague as humanly right. possible. Right. And he's just
1: basically like I have nothing to say to you. I'll let you know when I want to, you know, say something to you, right? Um so the next thing we see, though, is that we think, you know, he's thinking about getting an investment group involved, um, to buy out Paolo because he doesn't have enough money to buy him out. And this investment group, it's like investment investment core or invest something, core, invest think, core, yeah. um, had done something similar with Tiffany's. Like, it's not just some like su- like shady place. Mm-hmm. Like, it's someone who actually comes in and like revamps these companies. Um, but Patrizia um goes back to the psychic. <laughs> Naturally. Not, not the best way. Right. Uh, but we do see that meeting with um Investcore, and the way he ends up kind of closing the deal is again, one of the staples of Gucci's throughout the years has been the Gucci loafer for mm-hmm. men, for men. And he ends up giving like the head guy of this corporation, a pair of like vintage, can't buy super expensive expensive gucci loafers and so the next thing you know he makes the look of like all right let's let's do this deal right i don't
0: think he did that in in real life i think they strictly just decided i do love a man
1: and a good loafer though
0: well and even again back into how the book is much more detailed we go into the history Mm -hmm. of the loafer and the fact that Women started wearing yeah. them too because it just became so fashionable, and they like kind of did. I their think own I could spin. pull off a loafer. I mean, if you can pull off Crocs, you can pull yes. off anything. You heard, it, you heard it here,
1: folks. First, folks, but you heard it here first, folks. You good? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> so Aldo now gets out of jail, and he goes to stay with Paolo at his like wackadoo place, and that's where Paolo ends up telling him that he actually did sell his shares of Gucci to that investment group and he's like I, I had no money like I what else was I supposed to do basically yeah. um but now we also see that you know Maurizio is not alone he is not lonely I should say he is spending time with his good old pal Paola <laughs> and Paola. they are, they are getting reacquainted
0: I think in the book they mentioned that he had another kind of not a fair, but another mm-hmm. relationship after yeah. kind of, he ended things with uh, Patrizia. Yeah. I, I can't remember her name.
1: but uh, So we now are with, with Patrizia though. And her psychic friend is basically telling her about that. He, you know, Maurizio is not alone, that he is definitely with somebody. So, She's like at her like her, at her kids' school or something, mm-hmm. and Domenico, right? Domeni- Domenico, D- D- Domenico <laughs> um, comes to, and basically tells Patricia that he has papers for her for the divorce and she is completely caught off guard. She had no idea that this was coming. She was like, I just thought he was mad at me. Like, what are you talking about divorce? Yeah. So she, this is where she spirals.
0: She basically gets blindsided like this in, in mm-hmm. real life too. It's yeah. not at her like kid's school, but essentially like she does not see it. Like, coming. could
1: you imagine though, like getting into an argument with your husband and then like the next thing, you know, it's just yeah. divorce papers. Like, like that's no crazy. Conversation,
0: nothing. Very
1: business though. Right. Yeah. Like that's, that very much shows you like Maurizio sees almost everything in life as a business, yeah. which I guess when you're in that world, It probably is, you know, especially if you get involved the way she did. Yeah.
0: And I, I, I say this all the time. I feel like marriage is a business. Yes. Business agreement. Honestly.
1: (laughs) Um, So Aldo and Paolo um, are now at a meeting with this investment group. So they could sign officially, officially make this deal and sign over the things over the um, the shares. And they, at this point, Aldo doesn't know that Maurizio is, like, involved Mm -hmm. in this. And so when Aldo kind of pushes back on this group a little bit, they're like, all right, we got to bring them in. And Maurizio comes into the meeting and Aldo just, like, breaks down.
0: Well, and Aldo figures it out, kind of, because he actually sees the guy with the loafers Mm -hmm. and he's like, those are very... Particular loafers. Yeah, how did you get that? Right. Like, he knows at that point like Maurizio's involved in some way, and I think in this scene Aldo's actually signing away his shares. Yeah. So I guess Paolo so. had already sent, signed over his shares, and now yeah. Aldo's okay, basically...
1: that makes more sense. <laughs>
0: yeah. So basically, at this point, this investment group has full stake in in Gucci. Mm-hmm. Essentially,
1: I love that the guy wore his Gucci shoes. To, to the, the Gucci, Gucci signing it's like wearing the concert t-shirt to the concert
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I always like freak out about that like if I have like a um, t-shirt that I know I bought at a mm-hmm. store and then I go into that right. store Embarrassing. and they're still selling that t-shirt like, I had to do that
1: to the, the Nike awkward. store I wore my Nike shorts to the Nike store that was, that were still in the rack right <laughs> um, but anyway so Aldo ends up breaking down he signs the papers begrudgingly um, and he's like fine I don't want anything to do with you or Gucci like whatever and just it's kind of heartbreaking you know just to know like where it you know started and where it's at now or whatever so Maurizio is now the majority shareholder of Gucci um he buys a DeLorean because why not right so the one thing to remember is that Maurizio is not like the designer of Gucci like none of these guys none of these guys are actual like designers Right. right so they're trying to find a new designer for Gucci. So they've tried like all these designers from Versace or whatever, and no one wants to come design for them. However, they have found or Domenico 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 Domenico, um, (laughs) has found this young, fresh designer from
0: Texas named Tom Ford. And it's just like one of those things where you're like, Oh my God. Right. Also in this montage, um, we get a scene of uh, Maurizio talking with Anna Wintour. Mm-hmm. Which, if you know anything about, uh, like Anna Wintour, like it's just so funny to see someone like playing her because she's so iconic. Yeah. Like the typical like you know um, bowl haircut mm-hmm. with the bangs and the glasses. Yeah. I was like, this is amazing.
1: <laughs> so Patrizia goes to see Maurizio, um, like outside of like their his house or where he's staying, and she like asked him to come home. She like made him a scrapbook. <laughs> And he was like, no, thank you. Please get away from me. Like, leave me alone. And so, of course, she goes back to see her psychic, psychic again. And then she starts leaving, like, super threatening voicemails um, for Maurizio. And it's just, like, crazy on top of crazy, right? Yep. So then we see her. Like, this escalates very freaking quickly. Yes. She then goes to her and her friend, psychic friend, go to meet with a hitman. And they are paying him six hundred million dollars or Lear. Lear, yeah, to I, kill. I think it's
0: six million.
1: Well, they said six, and then she was like, "What am I paying you six hundred million for?" Oh. Like she said it in there, and oh, I was like, okay. "That's a lot." It's like, how does this woman have six hundred million dollars? I don't know. Like, it can't be her money. That
0: seems like a lot.
1: Seems like <laughs> anyway. a lot. Even six million. I'm like, there's well, no way like, that she has it. Like At
0: that time, too.
1: <laughs> so you're telling me this woman is taking money out of Maurizio's account to have him killed. <laughs> so his own money is getting him killed. Like, yes. that's wild. Yes. Anyways, um, so we now are at the Tom Ford Gucci show, and everyone loves it. It's hip. It's fresh it's assless chaps. <laughs> like it's everything they needed. Right. Yeah. Um, but then like at one point, like Maurizio thinks he sees, uh, Patrizia in the crowd. Like it's kind of this yeah. weird moment or whatever.
0: Uh, I did kind of read that the, fashion show in the movie kind of does a culmination of like the different designs mm-hmm. throughout the years that Tom Ford kind of did. So like the assless chaps, he didn't like come out of the gate with those. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was he, like, that was bold. He, he worked his way up to those. It was um, real Texas <laughs> of him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, so everyone's really
1: excited because you know, this is great for Gucci. It's exciting, whatever. So the next morning they're at like a little like brunch <laughs> lunch or whatever, and the investor is worried um, about Gucci's numbers. Though they're like, yes, great fashion show, but like, let's look at these numbers. Mm-hmm. Like, we are in the hole right yeah. now, and they're also very, very concerned. Oh, they're very concerned because it was Maurizio's idea to cut out of the lo- of the product line a lot of the designs and products that Aldo came- brought in that were very profitable for the company. Right. It was the staples that people bought all the time. And he didn't want those in there. So he cut those out. So they weren't making money from that. Also Maurizio spending, right?
0: Like crazy <laughs> amounts of money. And right. Just charging it as expenses. <laughs> right.
1: So they end up offering Maurizio $150 million for his shares, which seems like nothing. If you're it thinking, really does if like you're thinking nothing. the ta- the inheritance tax was going to be $14 billion. That's just tax. Was
0: it billion? Are you sure it was billion? It was
1: billion. Yeah. I, rewound it. I rewound it. I rewound it.
0: No, I know the Lear to the US dollar thing. That's what I'm trying to understand. Google it. Well, not right now. We'll do it later. <laughs> Google it. It's the well, same. Well, did you do today's conversion? I just said, why does that matter? Well, of course it matters. If the um, Lear's valuation was different back in the 70s or whenever this was, like, it would be worth either more or less. It's still a lot of money either way. Either
1: way. (laughs) But, (laughs) but anyways, $150 million
0: for Maurizio,
1: $150 million just doesn't seem like a lot of money for, for half of Gucci or over half of Gucci. Like that seems crazy. Right. Um, so, and then he's like, uh, no, thank you. But then he's also like, so who's going to be CEO if I'm no longer here? And it's, domico dominico dominico that's the lo- mother, right you know so he has kind of <laughs> weaseled his way into Investcore, which he probably is the better guy for the job mm-hmm. like let's be honest an outside point of view um but maurizio decides to just walk out he's like absolutely not you guys are crazy so it is now march 27th 1995 which is the day that maurizio is killed
0: this is again another situation where like it flashes forward and you're like, okay, well what happened? Yeah. But what we do know is he's already at this point signed his shares over, which we never get, which we never get. So if you've only seen the movie, you're thinking he's still, you almost think it's the same day, right? (laughs) the way it's edited. But just for, you know, point of reference, he is already at this point uh, by this date, he has already signed over his 50% Mm -hmm. stake in the company. And at that point, that becomes the last time that a Gucci is actually Mm -hmm. has any sort of stake or involvement with Gucci, (laughs) which is
1: wild. Right. I would be pissed if I was a Gucci right now. (laughs)
0: Like, why (laughs) am I not Sandra and Allegra? I'm like, Oh my God. Hello. Poor poor girls, Right. (laughs) So anyways, um,
1: Maurizio is riding his bike to the office and he gets just out, just outside the steps of his office and the hitman ends up shooting and killing him. He also shoots
0: like the doorman that's mm-hmm. there as well. What I liked about the book, which I mentioned this at the beginning, we get this at the very beginning of the book is the, it's, it's from the viewpoint of the, the worker. Mm-hmm. So like you kind of get this visceral reaction of yeah. how he reacts to basically seeing someone mm-hmm. get shot to death and then also getting shot himself. And thinking yeah. he's going to die yeah. too. Thankfully he didn't, but you know, so
1: we then see Patrizia show, showing up to Maurizio's place and basically hugs Paola, Paola who is there, because she and Maurizio are a couple at this mm. point. And then she, like, kicks her out. She's like, okay, you can leave now. This is my house.
0: Right. And this is the scene I was talking about where Alessandra is now older, yeah. obviously. But there's no other daughter. <laughs>
1: right. No other daughter. Very weird. Cause,
0: and then we flash forward
1: two years, right? It's like, here's my here's my issue with the movie is, like, you picked this particular storyline mm-hmm. because you felt like this is the most interesting part of it. Everyone loves true crime. Yeah. It's hot right Love now. Stories, blah, like blah. all this stuff. But then you didn't even go into the meat and potatoes with right. it. Because for, for a two and a half hour movie. Right. Cause now we're two years ahead. We we jumped two years ahead. Both Hitman, the psychic, and Patricia are on are on trial. Mm-hmm. Um And we find out, like, we really don't get much of the trial at all, other than her asking to be called Senora of Gucci. (laughs) And we find out that she gets 29 years in jail, um, as do the psychic and the other, like, the hitman's friend or whatever, and that the hitman gets sentenced to life. Because he was the one that actually killed him. Right. But I also feel like the person who hires the hitman should also,
0: like... But they didn't actually take the do the act of killing. But
1: your direct actions got somebody
0: killed. True. Also in real life there was a third um, man involved mm-hmm. as well. He also got a thing of 29 so, years.
1: So, and then we kind of just get The montage at the end that we find out that Aldo, you know, died in 1990 of cancer. Um, Paolo ended up dying in poverty in 1995, which was the same year that um, Maurizio died. In 1995, um, Gucci became publicly traded under um, the leadership of D'Amico... (laughs) Dominico. Why can't I say (laughs) Dominico and Tom Ford? So Tom Ford stayed on for, I think about 10 years. And then the company is now worth $60 billion. And there are currently no members of the Gucci family at Gucci. So I'm like, what?
0: Like, it's just, I'm like way too, way too much fluff in the first half of the movie to not actually get the after effects of the, the murder.
1: Right. And like to find out like, how do they connect the facts that she right. was the, like
0: as, as a true crime fan, I know that you're right. Like you know, dying. it's just like, yeah. it's just so infuriating because <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm like, again, like I said, this is such a bigger story just about the family in general than to take this little yeah. section of it and then don't actually do anything with right. it.
0: Well, and there's just so, like we said, so much detail in the book specifically about the business and mm-hmm. how not only did Tom Ford come into it, but it, there was this woman by the name of like Dawn, something who kind Mm -hmm. of took the reins in terms of kind of making Gucci good again, better. Right. Um, So like we don't get any of her in the movie, but specifically about the, the trial and then the after effects, I do have a couple of just kind Mm -hmm. of uh, notes post conviction basically Mm -hmm. so as you mentioned patricia got um, sentenced to 29 years she served about 18 of those years Um, she was released on good behavior in 2016 so as i mentioned she is a Mm -hmm. free woman at this point when she was in prison in 2000, she um, tried to argue that uh, a surgery that she had to remove a brain tumor in 1992 affected her personality, and that's what made her capable of wanting to have her husband murdered. Okay.
1: <laughs> the sure. same
0: year, she attempted suicide by trying to hang herself um, with a pres- prison bedsheet. She was discovered in time by guards, obviously. Um, you know, While she was in prison, her, her mental state improved, and then... <laughs> They allowed her to keep a pet ferret in her cell um, to kind of, you know, boost up her uh, wow. her mood. Uh, wow. Yeah. So the big question is, does she still get money mm-hmm. from the Gucci estate? Yes, she does. That
1: is freaking wild. <laughs> that she is wild. She receives
0: $1.47 million a year from, her, from Maurizio's estate. Uh, which is managed by her two daughters. So basically, Alessandra and Allegra mm-hmm. are giving her the money. Uh, the court ruled... That, which is
1: funny because in the movie, at the end of the movie, yeah. I didn't write this down, but it says that they don't talk to her.
0: Yeah. Which, I mean, they very much could not talk to her, but they're still obligated to pay her out, basically. And the reason being, the qu- court ruled that despite having her ex-husband killed, the alimony agreement Gucci signed two years before his death is still valid, and therefore she should receive That is
1: money. wild.
0: Yeah. In addition,
1: considering if you have somebody killed, like if a husband kills a wife, he doesn't get her insurance. Like if it's no. proven that he killed you, they yeah. don't get her life insurance. Yeah, it's like
0: what takes precedent over the other thing. Right. Anyway, in addition to the one point, almost 5 million a year that she gets, she was also, it was also ruled that she would receive back payment for the years that she was in prison of over 22 million dollars for the time that she was not paid while she was in prison. <laughs> Rightfully so, wow. Alessandra and Allegra are very upset by this decision, and um, they are expected to contest it in it- Italy Supreme Court. I don't know where that wow. currently stands. But Patrizia is now 72 years old. She lives in Milan, and she can be seen around town uh, at times with her pet parrot. <laughs> resting on her shoulder Uh, she reportedly works for a jewelry brand called bozart uh and she still uses the surname gucci um but uh and she tells people to call her patricia reggiani gucci um so yeah that's kind of a little you know that is history where she's been ever since (laughs) how is there not a clause in there that if you have your husband killed right well, they probably don't, you know, think to go that far. <laughs> but I'm sure after this oh incident, God. they probably did.
1: Wild, yeah, it's crazy. Huh. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even know if I can say that the movie stayed true to the book because it's not like the one. Book, it's one like part one part of, it. part of the book. Yeah. So for the first time in a long time, I want to say the movie doesn't totally go with the book. I would agree. With um, that. are you going book or movie?
0: So I kept going back and forth. Yeah. Because I was like, book, it's way way super long, but it's also like detailed. Yeah, I like the information. Movie, super like shorter, obviously, <laughs> yeah. but also like didn't love the fact that yeah. they only focused on this one thing. I think I'm just gonna go book, just yeah. because at least we get the history of yeah. Gucci <laughs> and it's more you know, descriptive.
1: I I'm gonna go with book just because if it's gonna be that long, at least it's interesting. Yeah. So yeah. And it, it, that just disappointed me because, you know, I love true crime and that didn't do it for me.
0: I know. But like I said earlier, if you're ever going to read this book, definitely listen to it on audio. Yeah. It's just, it goes faster. <laughs> if you
1: yeah. Do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for this one. Make sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a rating and leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the Boovy girls. You can also email us at the at gmail.com. And like we said earlier, we are on Patreon in order to sign up, just go to patreon.com forward slash the girls to sign up. What are we doing next Holy week? Holy cow. I know. That,
1: Nobody I really understood that. a word you just I'm said.
0: I'm sorry. It gets really monotonous <laughs> to repeat that every time. I apologize. What Anyways. are we doing next week
1: anyway? Um, well, it's going to be what? A, we're going to have a week gap or so yes. because we are going to Cabo.
0: <laughs> and I just looked at the weather and it's supposed to rain. It's going to be
1: great. <laughs> it's like when the McAllister's went to Florida. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it rained the entire and it, yeah, time. Yeah, it's fine. It's you
1: know fine. what? A little rain in my margarita will be just fine. It'll be great. Sure. (laughs) Anyways. Um, but we are doing the most requested book by boyfriend Ray since we've started this podcast two years ago. Hallelujah. Welcome to Jurassic park.
0: Ooh, This better be good. That's all I gotta say. I don't
1: know about them. I don't know about the book, but I love the movie. So,
0: (laughs) so yeah, just so so we're clear. We won't have an episode next week. Correct. We'll have uh, the Jurassic park episode the following week. Um, Thanks for listening. And remember, don't judge a book by its movie. Bye.